1: opinions expressed on acb radio are those of respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the american council of the blind its elected officials or its staff good afternoon everybody
2: my name is holly turry and we're um in the class whether you like it or not hope that that's where you want to be uh, just want to welcome you all today and we have um, Lynn Coates who is our str- our um, host and Jason Castingway who is our streamer. Um, go ahead, Kim, uh, Lynn, and give us uh, mm-hmm. uh, about what we're supposed to do to raise hands and things.
3: Sure. All right. Welcome, everyone. And uh, my name is Lynn, as she said, and I am the host for this afternoon. So Um, We would appreciate it if all of you would stay muted until she uh, says that uh, you can ask questions. And to do that, you want to mute and unmute. It's a toggle. And for the PC, it is Alt-A. For the Mac, it is Command-Shift-A. For the app, it is in the lower left-hand corner, and for your landline, it is star six. And if you, since you might want to raise your hand, you can do that with Alt Y on the PC. On Mac, it's Option Y. On the um, app, it's in the lower right-hand corner under the more options, and. For your landline, it is star nine. And as I said before, since we are streaming, it would be most appreciated if you would stay muted until you were speaking. All right, Holly.
2: So okay, you have a 1571 uh, person who okay, I believe is Roberta. would okay, you I want I to confirm that so she can change you to a real person? I think we'll just let it go. We'll just let it go.
3: Yeah, we'll just let it go for now because you're already started.
2: Okay. Can you all hear me?
3: Yes, we got you, Holly. You're good. Okay.
2: They keep talking about my, something keeps saying my internet connection is unstable. Well, boo. Okay. Today, we are going to talk about the end of hurricanes and the beginning of blizzards. And I learned something interesting and the big end North Nor'easters. I learned something interesting today that I did not know. And that is that there are several, several, Big major nor'easters, particularly in the fall, that were major and big because they were um, part of a tropical storm or remnants of a tropical storm or hurricane. I never, I never knew that. Um, let's see. Um, I cannot remember what it was I wanted to say about uh, hurricanes last time that I forgot. So does any, can anybody refresh my mind? Are you in my brain, Pam Coffee, that you can refresh
1: my memory? i i'm I'm hard pressed to be in my own brain, let alone anyone elses <laughs> okay. Um, one thing I wanted to
2: to make sure that 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 you all knew is that um, the difference between a hurricane watch and a hurricane warning does anybody here can anybody here tell me what the difference is? Raise your hand, please. Lynn, I'll call their name if you just shut uh, shut close them down. My star student, Miss Pam Coffey, you may go you may go. Okay.
1: A uh, hurricane watch is when conditions are favorable for a hurricane to develop within a particular region, but it hasn't actually happened yet. A uh, hurricane warning means that, well, it's there. It's uh, the weather has gotten to the point where there actually is a hurricane, and they will designate an entire very large region uh, that could be impacted by the hurricane. And once the warning has happened, people better take shelter or evacuate or, depending on the location, whatever they need to do to be safe. Well, you're partially right, and it's better
2: to be partially right than to be totally wrong. Um, you're getting tornado watch and hur- a hurricane watch mixed up. And a, hur- a tornado, a hurricane watch, there's a hurricane out there, and it could hit your area between 40, 48 and 72 hours, depending on the population of the area that is in- involved. And it's usually a very large area. and then the hurricane warning is it's going to hit your area between 24 and 36 hours. And they try to narrow it. And oftentimes it will change. Kim, you have your hands up. What do you have to say? Kim, you
4: can unmute yourself. I was going to say what she said, but it would have been wrong too.
2: <laughs> yeah. But where are you from Kim? Indiana. Indiana. Yes. Yeah, so you, yeah. But you know, in, in, in a, in a tornado watch it's, it's what she, what you guys both said. The, the, um, every, the, the situation is right for making a tornado. Oftentimes they put a tornado watch and a, and they say, but this also means that you have a severe thunderstorm watch because severe thunderstorm watch makes tornadoes. And then a warning is when they blow the siren and you um, have to run for shelter because they have one in your area. Yeah, It was interesting today, my friend wrote me from Minneapolis, And she was watching the, whatever their team is called. Is it the twins? Oh, heck. Anyway, some Minneapolis baseball team, the Minnesota Twins, were playing baseball and they had a uh, drill if they were having a tornado in the middle of a baseball game. And what would the people do? She said it was really interesting to watch how they handled it and how well the people behaved. Okay. Um. So today I want to talk about blizzards and uh, nor'easters, and I was going to look up and something else, but I didn't get a chance yet. Um, but so we'll start with these guys, and if we have time, I'll go on further. Who can tell me there are three? There, are, what makes a blizzard? What do you have to have to have a blizzard? Hands up, 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 up. <laughs> no hands?
1: Nobody's going to guess? Okay, Pam. Your turn. Well, you've got to have snow for one thing. You've Mm got to have wind, or you know, something to to uh, a steering current, or some point. And you know, it would somehow it would have to collide. I would think with um, with warmer air um, for it. You know, well. (laughs) You'd have to have something with the air pressure, uh, changes in the air pressure. That's kind of right. Does anybody else want to take a stab?
2: Kim, go ahead. You know a lot about these, living being that you live in uh, Indiana, right?
4: Unmute yourself, dear heart. Okay. I'm getting confused <laughs> on this keyboard. Um, okay. First, you need snow. No, you need wind for direction. You need something that's going to cause precipitation, and, uh, oh, that's the third one.
2: I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. You're doing good. Okay. The National Weather Service, they have rules for everything, and they, they um, describe a blizzard as a bad snowstorm. You have to have snow. Um, with winds over 35 miles an hour, for at least three hours and vis- uh, visual, uh, what's it called? When you see a long ways, um vision, help me here. <laughs> you can't, see, you have to be, if, if you can't see less than a quarter of a mile. Vis- it's visibility. Visibility, thank you.
0: Yeah. Less than a
2: quarter of a mile. Now that that's a n- normal blizzard. A severe blizzard is winds of 50 miles an hour, Temperature of 10 degrees below for three hours. Then you're under a severe blizzard warning. Um, I wouldn't want to be in one of those. Um, Typically, There's uh, two kinds of blizzards. Um, there's, There's a regular bad snowstorm blizzard. And there's also what they call a ground blizzard. And a ground blizzard is you have this huge snowstorm and the snow is all fluffy and the wind will blow and blow it around and you can't see worth beans and that it that is um a called a ground blizzard typically they are more common in like the flat states Nebraska Dakotas western Minnesota uh Kansas probably if if it ever snows in te- northern Texas they can have them um and a blizzard yeah Um, And that's basically what I learned about blizzards. I thought there would be a lot more to it, actually. Let me look back here at my notes and see if I've missed anything. Hang on just a second. Yeah, so uh, basically it's a really bad snowstorm, and it blows really hard. And they're very dangerous because people can't see, so they get uh, stranded on the roads, and they... The thing you have to remember, if you're riding with a person who can see and they're driving and you get stuck in a blizzard, you have to remember to always get out and make sure the um, um, exhaust pipe is clear of snow and run your engine for 10 minutes every hour. And that will keep getting too cold. If your family members and your friends um, and you live in that area that's prone, take a um, blanket in your car. And take candles and take stuff that doesn't perish, like you're ever-present and ever-popular in every da- disaster in the world, granola bars, pop-tarts, and water, if you can keep it from freezing. Does anybody have any questions? Hmm. Okay. Kim, go ahead.
4: Oh, I'm unmuted. Okay. what? Why were they naming blizzards a couple of years ago? The one they had out um, in the northeast, and there was one in the Midwest, I think, uh, but they named them like they named hurricanes. That is that is
2: a ploy done by the Weather Channel. And they named the blizzards because the, any kind of winter storm, which could be an ice storm, a nor'easter, or a blizzard, or a big just plain old snowstorm. If a certain number of people are going to be affected by it, they name it because there was a year, a few years ago, where there, in the month of March, there were four nor'easters and a couple of blizzards, which was very unusual. And so people were getting confused. And so they decided that they wouldn't start naming them. And it was, you know, it's a lot easier to remember uh, Northeaster Riley than the Northeaster that happened on March 15th. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the weather service doesn't do it but the weather channel does and you should know that the weather channel gets all of its information from the weather service so does AccuWeather so does um uh Weatherbug they all get the information from oh and from the weather service and they just make their own spins on the forecast so they they can see the same information that you can if you go on the computer to your web to um Weather.gov and put your city and state in where they ask you to. That's Weather.gov, and you can see the same information, and you can make out um, your forecast. Now, I'm going to give you a secret that I was told by a friend of mine, who's my daughter's godfather. He at one time was the only blind man who was a meteorologist in the free world. There's a few more now, but he's retired. All right, if you get your um, if you get your dew point. And which is the dew point is when dew falls, obviously, or frost on your grass and things. And if you get your dew point and your temperature and all right, say the dew point is 10 and your temperature is 32. So you subtract 10, you Mm -hmm. subtract, you you divide, you find out what the difference between 10 and 32 is, which is, I think, 22, maybe. And then you divide 22 by 11. By two, and that will and um, when it snows, you're gonna. It's probably gonna stay snow because the highest, unless the dew point comes up, the closest to freezing it will get is 11 degrees from 10, which is 21. Does that make sense? Hmm. Yeah. So um, I love snow, and I grew up in the Washington D.C. area, and of course we <laughs> uh, we were always on the rain snow line, which is very aggravating. Um, okay. Jason, I guess I can't talk to you. Do you, Jason? Are you allowed to answer a question, yes or no, for me? Were you alive? Were you alive in, in the New England nor'easter of nineteen seventy-eight? Okay, he mm-hmm. won't answer me. That's all right. Didn't want to put him. I shouldn't have put him on the spot mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to talk about North Nor'easters. Um, yeah, thank you. There's nobody here that's really affected by them, but they're like so interesting. Play. Uh nor'easters are a storm that happens when warm air from the north in the Canadian provinces comes whooshing down over the water. When cold air, I did say warm air, I meant to say really cold air from Canada comes whooshing down over the water and runs into warm air that's near or on the jet stream. Typically, this affects, it's near um and the the cold and warm air makes the a a lot of precipitation form and it eventually it's it's an upper level low and eventually it comes down to the surface and you have a nor'easter a nor'easter is called a nor'easter because of the direct the prevailing direction of the wind and i also think although they didn't say it the direction it's going because it's going up the east the um eastern coast of the Atlantic, uh, the eastern coast of the United States, which goes from Southeast to not Southwest to Northeast. Um, there's, there are some really bad ones that have actually changed the, um, course of the United States. Um, has anybody ever heard of the great blizzard of ni- 1888? Mm-hmm. Any hands? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. No hands for me. Nobody's going to guess. the um the north uh the great blizzard of new york in of of 1888 paralyzed the east coast of the united states and it was really terrible because of a lot of reasons um 400 people died which isn't great um but the um the snow fell so fast and so hard that People were stranded in their offices. People were stranded on the trains. People were stranded in, in the, in the um, uh, what do they call the, the overhead trains, the L's in New York City. And um, that's when uh, the Weather Service actually, back at that time, if you can believe this, the Weather Service had no one in their offices from 10 at night till six in the morning. And that's when that storm came and nobody knew it was coming. It hit Baltimore. They in Baltimore and Washington D.C. They said light snow and rain. It started out as rain, but it ended up being a lot worse than that. And by six o'clock in the morning in New York, they were getting hammered. And um, also, um, they would pay. There was a lot of immigrants in New York at that time. They pay. So because of that storm, the Weather Service started having twenty-four hour coverage, which makes a lot of sense. They also started with um, beginnings of types of warnings. They're not what we had today, yeah. but they would start out with them. And they started out with them. And um, they started putting, if they were suspecting storms, they would start to put um, shovels on train, uh, you know, railroad train engines so that the people wouldn't get stranded. Um, there was a lot of um, those are just some of the things that that we uh, got from them, from that from there. Also. Um, it was so hard. So many people passed because they were poor and they could only buy groceries for one day because that's what they could afford. But the stores, you know, the stores were closed because nobody could get in and the stores were ended up having no food because the food trucks couldn't, you know, the food couldn't be delivered to the big cities. Um, does anybody have any questions? Mm. Please ask a question. I'm i I'm going to have to get a drink of water or something. My throat is dying. Somebody, anybody, want to raise their hand?
5: I have a question. Who's that, Donna?
2: Go ahead, Donna.
5: I just got here, so I'm sorry. So, what's your topic today?
2: Blizzards and the uh, blizzards, nor'easters, and the end of um, hurricanes, which we already finished. Hey, you grew. You were in DC, right? Did you live in yep. the Virginia area? Did you Did you yes. experience the big blizzard of
5: 2018? Oh. 20. Yes, I did. You want to ta- I sure talk talk did. Yeah, are you it your was. throat
2: too sore to talk about it?
5: Well, it's not my throat that's sore. I just don't breathe well. Um, it was crazy. I liked it because I could be off work, but uh-huh. I hated it when I'd go back because I had to walk in the street to get anywhere. Um, but while it was happening, we took our dog and walked around in Old Town because nobody was on the street with their car. So you could just walk around in the streets and the sad streets were terrible. There was these big, big plops in them, you know, along this like almost like like crevices that uh-huh. fall over because they were so big. Because big vehicles had tried to go through. And uh, but uh we didn't lose heat, we didn't lose anything because we rarely lose our electric. But um, but it was it was cool, other than, you know when yeah. I had to go back to work. And um it was just, I thought it was amazing. I wanted, I was like, how much bigger can it get? And I was going, and I loved it when I watched the weather channel and saw, Jim Gantori saw the lightning snow and he got so excited.
2: Okay, that was up on Cape Cod or something. Oh, he, yeah. he's a real snow, but he's worse of a snowman than I am. I love snow. <laughs> I love watching him.
5: I have oh. watched him ever since he came on the weather channel.
2: Oh, yes. When I, it, I, I I think he's cool. Do you know do you know that he has handicapped children?
5: I did not know that.
2: Yes. They have his wife, um, his wife is well, he had well, his wife was has the same thing. It's something called fragile X syndrome and it causes a lot of um, problems with people. Oh um, so.
5: he is amazing. I I love what he loves her. He loves it all. Oh yes. And if they and if they put him in your town, you know it's gonna be bad.
2: yes um did you uh, do you were you alive in 66 yes do you remember the big blizzard in march of six uh, january of 66 january 27th of 66
5: i was five
2: i was eight Um, i I remember playing in it yes (laughs) yes i i that blizzard was so bad my my brother the snow was up over the top of the fence and my brother wow. threw me over the fence, and I fell, and I couldn't. I got my head in a snowdrift, and I couldn't get out. I and like he's to... supposed to be a genius, okay? He's he's a certified but, genius, he's and he's screaming, and I'm I'm screaming and crying, and I can't get out. And he goes and runs for my dad. She's stuck in a snowdrift, and I don't know what to do. And my dad's <laughs> like, "You dig her out, you fool."
5: Yeah, I have a friend. I have a friend who's like that. He's book smart, but not street smart. Um, yes,
2: they don't get a good, I, they don't they don't get a good ranking in the class of the college of practical knowledge, do they?
5: Yeah, exactly. I liked it because um, I got you know those hats they used to have that were fur and had the furry balls on the ends of the strings. Yes. That's the year I got mine.
2: Oh, cool. We <laughs> um we that that was that no that wasn't the one. There was another storm when I was around six that we had, but it wasn't a blizzard or a nor'easter. It was just a. Lot of snow, and we made an igloo in my backyard. Cool, and that was really fun. Okay, I better see who. Uh, Pam,
1: are you going to talk about the storm of the century, dear? Uh, well, I can, but the before that, I was going to ask a question about what most people refer to as Hurricane Sandy. Although I seem to recall this was in twenty twelve. I seem yes, to Lord, recall yes, that she well. actually. Do what? I said yes, Lord. I remember it well. Yeah, I seem to recall that she never was officially a hurricane, but had more characteristics of a nor'easter, something no, like that. No, she was actually a
2: hurricane. Yeah, she um, was all the way across from where uh, the she went through puerto rico and haiti, oh, haiti yeah. and she came up and she was a hurricane now did you know this that there, there are computer models as we've talked about before that predict the weather all the yeah. united states models said it was just going to go out to sea the united mm-hmm. kingdom meteorological mm-hmm. office model said it was going to come up and hit new york city as a hybrid storm and it did it i think that is just And so boy cool. they nailed it yes it, Ooh, look- it, it came. Well, this is really interesting. It came. It came. A big cold front came down and attacked, it attached itself, and it became uh, Sandy. Became entrained, in other words, attached to the cold front, and that made it superstorm. It made it spread out. There still was, even when it came on land, there still was a small part of it that was a hurricane. So they could still um, initiate and disseminate uh, and uh, advisories. But yep. um, it was the, a lot of the media, uh, we, at least in the where I lived and in New York, they called it Superstorm Sandy, yep. mm-hmm. or Frankenstorm because it was near Halloween. And yes. did you know when it was doing in New York and in Queens and New Jersey, and that that there was it it went farther west, part of it did, and went into the Appalachians and. Places like Cumberland, Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina got thirty-six to forty-six inches of snow. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Good grief! It's the Ooh. only.
0: It's There
2: have been storms and typhoons in Japan that have done that, but it's the only storm in America that um, that had snow and a hurricane at sort of at the same time.
5: Yeah. What's cool is um this this. On for Channel 4 in Washington, Mm -hmm. Doug Kemmer, he does the uh, evening weather. Yes. He's like um, our buddy from the Weather Channel. And he does what's called Weather 101 every day. It was Mm -hmm. initially meant for the children during COVID. Mm -hmm. But so many adults are watching him. Now it's just for everybody. And he does it every day at 2 o'clock before he gets ready to go to work. Mm -hmm. Because he's doing his job from work most of the time from home. So he does it first, and then he does his job. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool because I've learned a lot, and it's fun watching and get excited about it. Oh, that's mm-hmm. great. That's great. It's, well, um, it's on Facebook, so he comes on Facebook.
1: Oh, so i have anybody, to look it up, Weather 101. Yes, weather um, one
5: weather, mm, weather 101. Doug Kemmer. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I never I never was a big Channel 4 watcher when I l- lived there. I was a Channel 9 and um, watcher. I always watched Channel 9 or... or Channel 5. And the only reason I watch Channel 5 news is because, now this is a crazy reason to have a weather um, affiliation or a weather, I mean, a weather, a network, loving a network, because the Fox 5 news helicopter that flew around um, and it did traffic landed at College Park, Maryland airport. And it was, it took off and it went right over where we lived. And every morning our kids would jump up and down and wave and the pilot and the reporters would all wave at my kids.
5: Oh, well, the uh, guy who's on Channel Five now in the morning. I met him in person. He interviewed me. Oh wow! Because they, they do the they used to before COVID. They did these field trips every day in the summer, and they, every Friday in the summer, and they went checked out all the different areas of the area. You know, mm-hmm. different places to you know show people different things they could do. Mm-hmm. And I had at that time I was doing hockey, ice hockey. And mm-hmm. so I got to talk about the blind ice hockey with the weather guy. Oh, my daughter mm-hmm. saw you. She did? Yes. My daughter
2: saw you on TV because she was talking to me about it. Okay. We, I need to move on to somebody with their hand up and
1: I'll come back. You can put yours up too if you have anything else to Holly, add. Yeah. Holly, you, you asked me if I wanted to talk about the storm of the century. Oh,
2: go ahead. If you want and- to, Sure.
1: I don't know if this is the same one you're thinking of, but I can tell you our storm of the century in Alabama was March the 12th or thereabouts. Yes, that's what um, I'm talking about, 1993, and it had been not super cold that week, kind of not really warm, but it was. You know, no one would have guessed that we were going to be hit with a blizzard. Well, it started snowing and the temperature dropped. And by midnight, we had about a foot of snow on the ground. And that's unheard of here. And by about 3.30 or 4 that Saturday morning, not only was it snowing and the wind howling, but it was thundering. I can believe that. And you haven't heard anything until you hear thunder when it is snowing, it, it has a very sound weird like sound. Doesn't it when it's raining? Oh uh, yeah. And One. it th- we our our power went out at around four thirty ish that Saturday morning, and it didn't come on until Wednesday afternoon at about five o'clock. And it was cold, cold, cold. It uh. was cold, cold, cold. Oh. Uh.
2: That's the storm that's that was an interesting storm it it um, started in the Gulf of Mexico and uh-huh. got very strong and it went down and it, it hit you all as it was going across and it went yes, down they got it in in the Atlanta area too yes and it it hit it went across Florida and uh-huh um a lot of beach erosion and a lot of people lost property and then it came out over the Atlantic and it came up the coast and that's the storm that my had a friend who lived in Orlando at that time and for the first time in history it was so cold there they had to give wind chill temperatures you know the wind is blowing really hard it's 40 degrees but the wind makes it feel like it's 20 they never did that stuff there but it was so cold and We didn't get, it wasn't that bad for us because uh, we didn't get that much. We got a lot of snow. We got about a foot of snow and then it turned to rain and then it snowed on top of it. So we got about maybe 15 inches of snow, but people up in Pennsylvania, New York, they got hit real bad. A friend of ours had half of her, had the siding put on her house wrong and she got all her siding blowed off down to the wood.
3: (laughs) That is not good. Uh, Holly, you have several hands. Nora, unmute yourself. Okay. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Um, So
6: I'm late. I had trouble getting in for some reason. But anyway, I'm on my computer. Um, I heard, in the beginning, I heard you say something about the blizzard of 1888. Yes. I may have heard uh, way back. I was was not alive then, of course, but in 1888, Probably something like that. It was so cold, like you mentioned, 40 people dying.
2: You need to speak closer to your computer, honey. I can't hear
6: you. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sitting there with my desk. I speak a little louder. (laughs) My iPad is not working, so that's why I'm on my computer. Yes. I mean, it's not the iPad, but the every charger went out. Anyway... The eighteen eighty-eight, I may have heard really, really bad blizzard is what I heard. And 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 uh superstool on Sandy, I remember hearing about that. And that was really awful. Now there were two bad blizzards in 15, in eighteen eighty-eight. There was that one in New York that
2: I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And there's also one called the children's blizzard that happened in the Dakotas and Nebraska and I think part of Minnesota. It yes. was a beautiful sunny day and a lot of kids left their coats at home they didn't know something was happening they went yeah. to school and all of a sudden the wind in the in those states when the wind starts blowing from the northwest you need to be concerned because yeah. that's where the storm comes from and they had a t- the blizzard came and a lot of children the t- the teachers you know back then you didn't go to college for 4 years to be a teacher you were just um a young girl, probably not much older than, the, or boy, not much older than the kids you were teaching. And yeah. they had to get their kids home and they had to keep their kids safe and they had to make sure that, you know, nothing happened. A lot of animals were lost. A lot of homesteads were lost because, you know, it was just a terrible
6: blizzard. Yeah, really bad. and So you me. don't want
2: to live, you didn't want to live in 1888. Nope. Okay, Um Roberta, can you, you. Mute your hand is up, unmute yourself. Fi- a person with Five. Hey, Holly,
7: did you call on me? Yes. Are you Roberta? Yeah. Hi. I, I called on you. Well, I, um, I was just wondering about, there was a storm in the early 1800s. It wasn't a hurricane though, but where, um, in new England, the sap was flowing. It got warm enough for the sap to be flowing. And then they had a really bad cold snap and the, it caused the trees to explode i never heard of that yeah i think it was early 1800s where did you read about I'm, that that's fascinating beats me no a friend told me about it who's into mm-hmm. weather
2: no now that's something i never heard of i can look yeah. it up and i can look it up for you and and if you write to cindy
7: and oh i have your address don't i no i yeah that's that's the kind of thing i knew you would Appreciate that one. That's,
2: well that's great. Um yeah. could you drop me a note anyway because I changed computers and I lost your email when I changed computers. Oh sure.
7: Came Thanks. Before. And I like to still write to you, but I yeah. I, Try check farmer's almanac. It might have been there.
2: Yeah. You know, these computers, I got one, it lasted for three weeks and it died. So I've got a new one. Let's oh. hope it works. The one I had, the best one I ever had lasted for gosh, it's still around here somewhere. I got it in two thousand ten, so that's eleven years old, and it lost its hard drive in her, her superstorm Sandy because we only lost our weather, our electric where I live for thirty seconds, but that thirty seconds was when my computer was booting up and it killed the hard drive. Kim, go, your hand is up. go ahead
4: Hi. I was run- I was wondering, and this was before I heard the previous conversation, but um the first time. I ever heard, and the weatherman actually called it thunder snow. And the first time I ever heard it was here in Indiana, where we live now. And I can't remember if it was snowing really hard or not, but I can remember the weatherman saying, "You know, we might get a little snow, and if you keep your ears open, you might hear some thunder." And so they they call it they lit literally called it snow.
2: that's you know it thunders when it's snowing and it, we have thunderstorm it's because the storm is snowing very heavily and it's rapidly intensifying so the low pressure is getting lower and lower and that causes the snow.
4: Uh.
2: Um, and it can snow up to three to four inches an hour in 1983 we had a blizzard in the washington area over washington's birthday and weekend on that friday And we had thunderstorm snow, and it was unbelievable. It just came down so hard. Now, they never called that a blizzard, but it was a big, huge storm. And it affected most of the East Coast. It was a north northeaster, I think.
8: Okay. Yeah. Teresa? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. Okay. Um, First of all, I wanted to say... my parents used to watch Channel 9. Um, I remember when, remember Louie Allen? Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember when he passed. It was on Mother's Day, 1976. Uh-huh. And then they liked Gordon Barnes. But I like this one weekend person they had on there because he talked about the tides. He Instead of saying a.m. and p.m., he'd say a.m. and f.m. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but um, I do remember that. um Snowstorm of night, it was Valentine's Day weekend 1983. It started on a Friday. And um, when I was attending a nearby college in West Virginia at that time, I heard that the uh, weather people, the local radio stations were calling the president of the college to find out was c- were classes canceled because all the schools in the area, their classes were canceled. and They couldn't understand. And finally, they let class out at two o'clock that Friday afternoon. But, you know, half st- um, commuters didn't even show up that day. I mean, hello. It was, you know, snowing people were surprised to see me on campus. They said, what are you doing here? Because you know, it was snowing, and I had some people to get me around, and then that Monday, um, there was no class, and I couldn't believe it. Usually, my father was trying to, you know, offer me trying to be independent, but the next morning, that Tuesday, he said, um, you might want to see if you can get some people to help you get to your classes if you have to change buildings. Um not so much the classrooms in the in the building, but you know if I had to go from yes. building to the next. And I noticed when I was walking down the sidewalk where they had the snow piled up, it was taller than I am. And I'm That's you know, amazing. I'm short. Yeah. And um it was uh you know it was a uh, one heck of a snowstorm, but I followed what was going on with Superstorm Sandy. Um, because my my father and my sister were both living then and I wanted to make sure they were okay but I also remember the year before there was a snowstorm on Halloween yes my dad lost power um, at his house and my sister said um, he went over to her house the next day he drove over and he asked if he could charge up his cell phone Uh Uh, so he um he could contact my brother and he told her he didn't have um he didn't have electricity and of course you know the the um, electricity um uh made the thermostat work and everything turned the heat on and so he didn't want to shower in the house when it was cold he didn't want to get pneumonia i don't blame him well you know um well she sent him home she said go home um get you a change of clothes and um, come back, and you can take a shower, and so he did, and um, he, he went back, he brought his doggy, and he took a shower, and he asked her if he could use her computer, and she told her, she told him she he could, and then later that evening, she got a pizza for them. Well, did you know um, that
2: year that it's, that we had that Nor'easter, that I have not found this big, huge list of all these Nor'easters in history, if anybody wants it, I can send you the link, but um, there's a whole bunch of them. And they mentioned that one in 2000, in 2011, Um, that was the one we had just snow flurries, but like you said, up in the mountains in West Virginia and stuff, they got a ton of snow. And my daughter was at the uh, organization, the NFB convention, and it was being held in Ocean City. And it was blowing so hard that the picnic tables and the Benches and things that were on people's decks were blowing off at the, at the at the hotel and falling on the ground, and they had people running around trying to pull all that stuff in because they weren't expecting expecting it to be that bad. Right. Grant Downey, it's your turn.
0: Unmute yourself. Okay, can you hear me? Always, darling. Uh, oh, it's okay. You know, I, I came from Texas, and one of the things that in El Paso in February, it was very common for us to have some substantial 7 8 inch 9 inch snows.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And when you have those kind of snows if you want to go out and walk and you're a blind person it's like being in total silence, you know? Oh, absolutely. It's it's a it's a, it's a totally different environment in in the snow. And uh, but believe it or not in Texas we got our share of snow. It wasn't just uh, in the northeast where you get more, but we mm-hmm. had plenty of it.
2: There was one of the nor'easters in that thing that I was listening to when I was looking at this morning that said in northeast Texas they got two feet of snow around Christmas time, but I don't remember when it was and it was from a nor'easter.
0: Yeah, that I do formed in the I, Gulf. Huh. Well, the the odd thing was is that they would always come in in February. February yes. or early March and it was always wet snow. I mean it wasn't anything that stuck except when you've got 7 inches of snow out there. That that that's quite a bit.
2: That's that's really interesting. You know, it seems like in when I lived in back east and even out here I live in Washington state and we get snow in in Washington a lot of people don't know that but we get snow and February is the snow month. You typically early March is the snow month. Now there's been year, years that I've lived here that we have had snow starting in November and going all the way through till the springtime. But to, the most notable storms you get are in February and March. I want
5: that's interesting. Okay, Donna, Donna, it's your turn. What do you remember? Do you remember the '95 storms? 1995 storm. You mean '96? Yeah, well, I knew yes. it was around '95, '96 because it happened. I just started working at GSA. In 95. Yes. And I remember that it snowed a couple times huge right in a row. And, oh, yes. And, and so the government, everything was shut down for quite a while.
2: Well, do you remember we got laid off from the government that year for Christmas, and they were supposed to start back on Monday. And I remember say, on Monday, the 7th of January, and I remember saying to my husband, wouldn't it be funny if we got a huge blizzard and we didn't go back for another week? And it happened.
5: Yep, yep. And, uh, also, I remember the, uh, we were closed for a while and then they had us come back for a little bit, but then it snowed big again and kept us out again.
4: Yes. And
5: I remember, I remember the warehouse people, uh, cause I was in the call center. I remember the warehouse people got upset because they found out that, uh, we were going to get paid. Um, cause you know, the contract, our, we were contracted by, um, the Abbey mm-hmm. and they were going to pay us. They, found, they didn't realize that it was VIP paying us and not somebody else. And they got they found out we were getting paid. Of course, they weren't because the government decided not to pay them. And um, that was crazy. They were so upset. I mean, they didn't take it out on us, but they just thought, how did y'all get paid and we didn't, you know? Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but I remember it was a lot... Um, it was a lot of stuff happening with the government back then. Yes, uh, they were. I starting. remember
2: that. I remember that so well because I had a. <laughs> this is crazy to even say. I had a cole uh, philodendron plant, and I had it since I started in the government. And it was so long that it would crawl. It could crawled all around the top of my cubicle, and of course God, we gosh. weren't there to water it, so I had to come back and take it all down and toss it because it was. Not in this world anymore. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. Uh, that was an unbelievable storm. I my um yeah. That was an unbelievable storm. And I think that we got we were I think that the Sunday one they called it a blizzard because of you know the the yep. and They did. Yes. They did.
3: Holly, it's Lynn. It's uh three fifty.
2: Thank you, dear. Okay, Roberta, it's your turn, my love. You're calling on me again. Your what, am I,
7: up? what am I remembering?
2: I don't know you your hand was up so I just called you to see what you wanted to say.
7: <laughs> uh how about Michigan blizzards? We had a nice one in 67. Oh,
2: did you live in Michigan?
7: Uh yeah, I grew up in Michigan. Where in Michigan? Yeah. Central. I live in East Lansing. Okay. Yeah. Um in 67 we had a storm that was probably uh, I don't know, 28 Maybe 30 inches, something like that.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah,
7: that was well the streets
2: were that was pretty
7: It was pretty exciting. They were plowing the streets with caterpillar tractors because it was so deep. Oh my gosh. Remember. Now
2: did did you get lake effect snow there?
7: No. No, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I'm right in the middle of the state. So we're we're 150, 100 miles from any coast so i
2: wasn't sure i'm not i don't know much about the lakes i lived in kalamazoo for nine months
7: Mm, yeah you would get some there
2: oh yes yeah one day they said snow showers and we went in the grocery store and came out and there was a foot of snow on on the ground i'm like
7: 70 degrees snow shower (laughs) Um, yes and i and i've been told that three days before that blizzard it was 70 degrees out
2: oh i can believe that
7: pretty wild yeah
4: so that we have
2: iphone here
7: with a with
2: is your hand raised? iPhone, I can't tell. Oh, it went down. Okay.
5: No, it's not raised.
2: Okay. Does anybody have anything else? Because it's getting close to the end. And what would you all like to talk about next time? Or do we want this to be the last weather call? Uh, I'd appreciate some some suggestions.
5: You should hear the winds outside my window right now.
2: Is it really bad?
5: Yeah, they're, it's really windy right now.
2: Is it raining? Not yet. I have to call my daughter. I didn't know. I didn't know y'all. You all getting wind today. It must. Is it going to be getting colder again?
5: Uh, a little bit.
3: You have Not two patient.
5: participants
3: with raised hands. Okay, Roberta, go ahead. Roberta, your
2: hand is up. Go ahead. Hello. Yes, go ahead.
8: Yeah, I'm one of the hand raise. Uh, raise my hands. Um, yeah, Holly. Yeah, i I'd like you if you could. My computer's on the blink, so I can't write to you at the moment and ask you what these things are. So um, could you repeat again? Um, I'm not at home, by the way, either. Um, what um, the two, the kinds of blizzards and the um, uh, briefly and the, what the nor'easter is briefly. Thank you. Sure. Who am I talking to? Have a good to? day. Oh, Pam from Virginia.
2: Okay. a uh, Nor'easter is a storm that forms when the um, sun, the, sun, the um, cold air from Canada comes down and meets and it's a high pressure and it meets a low pressure area in the Gulf in the uh, Gulf Stream or in the warm waters. The Gulf Stream can be 70 degrees in the winter, which is unbelievable. And that causes the difference between them and the uprushing of the air and uh, goes up. And then the rain comes, the, it makes snow and that's how it gets started. And they call it Northeaster because of the prevailing direction of the winds and also for the direction that it goes. And the two types of blizzards are the kind that start um, when. What did I say? There's a the, there's a ground blizzard, which is which comes from snow that's already on the ground, and there's a you know blizzard blizzard that comes from a big snowstorm. It could be a nor'easter. It could be just a big snowstorm in the the flat part of the country. It's the certain criteria that has to be made. Of a wind of 35 miles per hour and um, less than a quarter of a mile visibility. And the severe blizzard is a wind of 50 miles an hour and t- temperature of 10 degrees or less for three hours. Okay,
8: Teresa, go ahead. Okay, I'll make this quick, but um, I think for a future topic, uh, does anybody know much about the dust, um, what they call the Dust Bowl in Oklahoma? Uh, which, oh you know, sure,
2: that, that I could do some research on that. Would anybody which um, with, caused
8: that big mass migration to California? Yeah, back I could do. It. I could do 1930s. some research on that
2: for you. No problem. Okay.
8: Mm-hmm. okay.
2: Roberta, your hand is still up. Do you did you not have it put down, or do you have something to say?
7: Yeah, I I did I did. Um, have you ever heard of the National Weather Service Skywarn training? Yes. Have, have you done it? I would recommend I have, it.
2: Well, I have done it twice, but I mm-hmm. never took the test. But I have well, taken the true. class okay. twice. Once, once was when I was I went with a friend of mine whose whose son was getting who's being homeschooled. He wanted she she didn't want to go because she thought it was boring. So I went with him, and once I went for myself. But I had just had my son, and I was up in the middle of the night, and I fell asleep, and I didn't get much out uh, of it.
7: You know, that's an interesting thought. I go, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I, I did that. I did it and mm-hmm. was given a certificate, but they never, there were, it was a special class that they did that was designed for people who are blind and visually impaired. Mm-hmm. And um, there was no test They just said, here's the information, you know, they went through the training and then, but then they gave us the phone numbers and stuff and said, you know, if you experience something, you know, call us. And I can remember um, a a year or so after I did the training, we had a hailstorm and I was like, Oh yes, I get to call in. Finally, something to call in about. And I called Mm -hmm. and I think the guy that answered the phone was more excited than I was. He was like, (laughs) what do you got? I like, I got hail. He goes, wow, cool. Oh, what size is it? You know, he was just so excited. It was great. That's great. I I would love to take it again. (laughs) If anybody ever gets a chance to do it i would recommend it it was very important who who gave
2: who gave the class? somebody what what weather service office gave you the class
7: it was organized it was organized in the um in the uh it was organized in the grand rapids area
3: Mm
7: -hmm. and um so it was the grand rapids national weather service office Mm -hmm. in conjunction with somebody in that area who's blind um who took on the organization and stuff somebody who's into weather and stuff like that and um, they there must have they probably had 30 people showed up you know it was 358
2: oh I, we we've got to go i'm sorry well we'll get together Nick, in 2 weeks and i want to talk about cold fronts if we haven't done that and i'll mention and the and the dust bowl and that, does that sound good and thank you guys all for yeah. coming and for t- participating this has been a wonderful class, and thank you to Jason for streaming us on the radio, and thank you for uh, um, Lynn for doing such a great job as being our host. We really appreciate, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great day, thank and you. we'll uh, love all the questions, and we'll see you in two weeks.